Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. This is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. The thing you learn when you get into business is you got to do what you do well first. Yes, sir. And Rajim just asked me, why did Outcast break up? And I said, I think it's because they got away from what they do best first. Most people think of Outcast as the speaker box love below. Wrong. That's a, such a diverse musical endeavor to go from true like dirty south rap to then you know sort of like a jazz funk uh soul infused r&b type thing like they did in that that album right yep all the credit to them but then they kind of got stuck in that box no pun intended and they should have just gone back to like at aliens like that right because like you said though one of the top groups to ever break up so uh, I wish they didn't, but for real, uh, maybe they'll come back. Yeah, I don't know. What do we love more than anything? We love a comeback. Don't call it a comeback. No one is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. Thanks for being here. Rajim Seabrook rolling with us hey. here, riding shotgun on your Friday. Hope you're having an outstanding end to your week. Big plans for the weekend. How about uh, we get your weekend started off right? We got about 15 minutes left. Keep the text coming in. Friday Pie Day presented by Front Street Pizza. Here's the caveat. If you win the pizza, you got to pick the pizza up tonight. It shouldn't be that hard. We're giving you free pizza. All you got to do is go down to Front Street, pick it up. Pretty easy. <sighs> and uh, if you can't, I'm just going to give it to Regime anyways. But keep the texts and the calls coming in. 406-888-1029 or about 15 minutes, eh, about 10 minutes away uh, from picking a winner. Before we get to some of our NFL over-unders, I got a couple questions for you. Kick it. One the other day, uh, Andrew and I spent uh, a long time in the car driving to and from the Big Sky Kickoff Media Day. So we were talking about all sorts of stuff. Yeah, heard he about asked, that. He asked me, uh, though, good question, just a good open-ended question. He said, mm-hmm. "What uh, if you could make a 30 for 30 Ooh. about anybody, who would you make? And I said, two people that haven't been touched on by 30 for 30s that are such huge icons in sports are Jim Brown and Wilt Chamberlain. I think both of those would make very, very interesting 30 for 30s. Unfortunately, Wilt's would be a little bit skewed because he's already passed away. Passed away, away yeah. But give me some Jim Brown, right? I mean, I think Jim Brown is Jim one Brown of the most be. 
enigmatic but also important characters. Like for some reason, somehow, Jim Brown, when he retired, was widely considered the greatest football player in the history of the sport. Yes, and then faded from people's memories. I think it lasted into like. Our, when our dads were like your age, but yeah. like the last 20 years, he's not on the tip of the tongue. So and sad. I don't actually really know why. It's, it's because sad. it's because of the Super Bowl. The, the Super Bowl, he didn't ever play in the Super Bowl. Truth. He won a bunch of NFL championships that weren't Super Bowls. And so he kind of gets forgotten because of that. But I mean, well, then he, he was a trendsetter across the board as a player and just as a person, right? That's what I was going to say. I think what happened is be, he transcended sports and became an actor, a spokesperson, a political activist, a civil rights leader. And I think that a lot of what took him out of football, because remember, he, he walk, literally walked away from the game. He under his own accord, he retired well before he he should have. Or I mean, let's from let's, what a sports fans think he should have, right? I mean, let's let's put this into perspective. Go for it. Jim Brown was a unanimous first team All American in both football and lacrosse three times in a at row Syracuse. at Syracuse. What's up, number forty four? Then he goes to the Cleveland Browns and he wins an NFL championship. He also wins three Most Valuable Player awards and he's a first team All Pro nine seasons in a row. Rushes for 12,312 yards, which still ranks in the top eight in NFL history, despite only playing nine seasons. The only running back in the history of the league to ever average more than five yards per carry for his career. 106 touchdowns in just nine years. Also had almost 2,500 yards receiving and 20 touchdowns through the air when no one was thrown to the back. To put this in perspective... This and they weren't playing a 16-game season. That's what I'm saying. Like To put this in perspective... There is no perspective. This is There's like not the best running back ever walked away from the game, but there isn't even anybody you can compare this to. The, the, the only no. guy I could really think of is this is like if Adrian Peterson walked away after nine years. But Jim Brown, it, it, compared to his peers and his legacy, maybe even better than that. And I, I, I do think that people sort of forget about him. As a player. Because he then became... So much more than a, a football social player. activist, totally an actor, yeah, you know, all the things. One of the wisest men in, in the country, yeah. you know, as far as leaning on him for his opinions. But I just, I hope we don't let Jim Brown fade because he's now eighty six. I just think he would be a phenomenal documentary. He would be a good one. Um, w- one that I would love, and and I think because of the transcendence of Tom Brady, um, and the emergence of Steve Young, Joe Montana. I would love to see a good 30, good 30 for 30. And then staying in that same vein, um, I would love a good 30 for 30 on Bill Walsh. Um, when you look at the modern-day West Coast offense, I gave way to the to, to what eventually became the RPO. Like, I would love to <clears throat> sit down and pick the, that man's brain just from a, a, psycholog- a football psychological mind, it, let alone what he did, like, just psychologically for those teams. Uh, I... Th- I Giants fan, you know, but Bill Walsh to me is one of the most brilliant minds ever, and I would love to do a thirty for thirty with him. That would, that's my guy right there. For sure, Nuana's now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. Roger James Seabrook, Roger Shotgun here with us on your Friday. About ten minutes from a little free pizza for me. Triple eight one zero two nine. Keep those texts coming in. You got to pick it up tonight, though. That's the only caveat. It's still uh, before we get some uh, over and under NFL stuff rolling. How about some NFL contracts? First of all, what did you think of DK Metcalf's extension? Three years, $72 million extension. Uh, I mean, the, the Seahawks had to do it, right? You had to do it. You lost Chris Carson. You lost Russell Wilson. Like, you got to pay someone to stay. And Decaf, he's, he's a big star. He's one of my favorite players, my, one of my favorite fantasy players. Um, 
My only problem is he's worth the money, but the guy throwing it to him isn't. You know what I mean? Like he For just sure. you you just paid a you paid a guy to not get thrown to, uh, which is kind of sad. So we'll see. He's definitely worth it. Um, the contract that had my head scratching was Kyler Murray's. For sure. Uh, and, and Did you see some of the details? The well, study so, clause? What do you think of this? I think it's an insult. What are you saying? He's stupid? Like, we're going to have to give you incentives to learn? Like, I don't, I, don't, I don't know, man. There's, like, there's a couple of different rabbit holes we can go down on, on that conversation. Um, I didn't like it, but then as of, I think, like, 10-something this morning, I read that that clause has now thus been removed from his contract. Uh, I don't he, know. I mean, he dug his heels in. Yes, he did. He he signed the deal. They did a press conference where he didn't answer questions. He only made a statement. Yes. And he wore a shirt that just said, get money. Get money. <laughs> and uh, a la Lamar Jackson. I don't know. Uh, I thought it was uh, I thought it was interesting. I thought it was interesting. It's, uh, I don't know. We, sh- we should wait until the weekend and the dust settles and a week from now talk about it a little bit more. I think there's more to come on this. I think there is, too. Yep. Uh, I think some lawyers might be talking sometime soon. I, I Well, I, I I think for some quarterbacks, treating it like Peyton Manning is good. I think for others, that might not be that good. Mm-mm. I think that there's, a, you know, I think the more you think if you're a guy like Lamar Jackson, the worse it gets. You just got to play. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why I love... Coach Marty, Marty Mortyweg, who joined, who will start joining us again, uh, second hour every Monday show here, uh, probably just in a couple weeks. But uh, you know, twenty six years in the NFL, coached a lot of the most electric quarterbacks mm-hmm. in the league, mm-hmm. and that's what he always talks about. He always talks about my goals were to keep it simple, make them play fast, let them roll. He always says that I want my guys to just roll. And I, I know you probably feel the same way. This is a guy who was a, an offensive coordinator. You want to keep it simple so you keep can it simple. play fast, make the reads, throw the dart. Yeah. I don't need this. I think that's what Kyler Murray's arguing is like, hey, you're going to try to make me study four hours a week? Like, what if my way of playing, like, we won, 11, we won 11 games last year. Why don't you just let my way of playing do it for us? Well, because of the just some of the overtones. He plays like, they call him a street ball player. For sure. And here's the thing. That's why you drafted him. You drafted right. him because of because of those things. Like, don't hate him now for what you once loved. That's like the for you know, sure. it's, it's it's almost like a bad relationship. Gosh, she's pretty. I really want to date her or date him or you know whatever it is these days. And and now you got it. And now you're like, bye. I don't. I, what got you there is what got you there. You were you fell in love with what you fell in love with, and now you're trying to, I don't know, gaslight this young brother and say, please become everything we didn't draft you for. Right, that's that's, well, that's counterintuitive. It's uh, it's interesting too because from a pure business perspective, mm-hmm. I agree with being able to hold employees accountable, especially if you're going to pay them two hundred thirty million dollars. Agreed. But that exact dynamic is what turns these relationships into the commoditization of a human. Sour and dour. Right? Like you are basically, if you are saying, I can tell you exactly what how you can live your life because I'm going to pay you this money, you just made that person into a commodity rather than a, totally. a person, right? You dehumanize so, them. So, and, and that's so ironic to say when you're talking about $230 million, right? So I think that's where there is a lot of nuance to this conversation. Yes, sir. That's why I said let's give it a week. Yeah, for sure. I, yes, sir. I, I do think that uh, Kyler Murray's trajectory is exactly where you'd probably want him to be at. So mm-hmm. I, th- I mean, you know, year two, he he won eleven games in the league. I mean, I think that that's pretty good. I mean, it, 
if you're the Arizona freaking Cardinals and you made the playoffs with a guy who's in, maybe he's in his third year in the league last year. I, I can't he's remember. He's a which. young, roadrunner's yeah, young. You got a young quarterback. Yes, sir. He's a, he's the number one pick in 2019. So he played in, yeah, I mean, fourth year. Okay. And one of those years we're going to take away but, from I mean, COVID. He's 24. He's a baby. So I got Jordan's got older than the kid. You quarterback yeah. that has his athleticism, and you're winning 11 games in a really tough division. Yes. And making the playoffs. I yes. Think, I think you're right on schedule. I don't really know. I mean, the thing is, here's what's so crazy about the NFL. This is the thing that we're talking and yelling and screaming about today. In two days, we'll be, there'll be something brand new. That's why it's such a ridiculous right. and unbreakable league. NFL means not for long. Uh, but it also means, like, never stop talking about it. It's, it's crazy. How about some free pizza? For me. Call us or text us. Actually, here's what we're going to do. Keep the text coming in, and in the next couple minutes, Andrew will pick one. 406-888-1029. Text and or call 888-1029, and Andrew will decide who's going to get the pizza. The only caveat, Friday Pie Day, Front Street Pizza, you got to pick the pizza up today. So if you want it, text us 406-888-1029, and you will be at least entered, and then Andrew will choose one winner. You have to be able to pick it up today. That's it. Say, I'm ready to pick up my pizza. Triple eight one zero two nine. Thanks to Front Street Pizza for their uh, continued support of Friday Pie Day. All right, we're gonna we're gonna start with our NFL over under. Uh, Nuana's now, by the way, and Regime Seabrook joining us here uh, in studio. Feels so good to be back with you on a Friday. It feels so great, man. I uh, I love having you in here. Uh, here's what the here's the how the game works. I'm gonna name a team. Yeah, we are gonna. Give our prediction for what their over/under win total should be, and remember, okay. remember it's 17 game season now, so it's a little That's bit, a little bit different, a little different. But uh, we'll we'll give our prediction of what our over/under should be, and then we'll look up and see if we can find uh, any Las Vegas lines, all right, or, or any sort of betting lines on the on the game. Let so, rip. So we'll start. This is this is actually a conversation I had on the golf course the other morning. Who are you? Who uh, are you at on the links with? I was with a, a, a dude who's from the Bronx. Who? So he was very a, a guy you don't know. He's uh, we were out of the stock farm. It was a uh, it was a fun uh, round. How do you know if I don't know? Uh, well, he, you just don't know him. I promise. He's he's like significantly older than us. Uh, I'm significantly older than you. Uh, you're not that much older than me. Uh, you're old enough. You're not old enough to be my dad. So that means you're not significantly older than me. Uh, I started young, son. <laughs> uh, the New York Football Giants. What, what should be the over-under for, for wins this upcoming year? Well, they've got to win over four games in which they that's all they won last year. That's it. They were 4-13. and 13. I think they were 4-13, and 13, man. I, I, you know, cellar dwellers. Um, they've got to go. I, with the additions that they made, another offensive coordinator, another general manager, another head coach, I, I can see them winning seven games this year. Seven, okay. Six, six or seven, yes. Okay, uh, I would, I would put their over under at six. I, there I, it is. I, I think that's about right. There it is. Here's my thing, though. I think that it would be better for the Giants, yes, to lose more game or to win less games than six. Get a better draft pick. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think if, if, if you're in a bad situation because if the over under six and they go over, that's bad for them unless they go over by like. Four, four games. Yeah, well, here, here's the other thing. I don't think the current, no pun intended, regime that's with the Giants is sold on Daniel Jones. Wow. So win or lose, he won't be there next year. Fifth-year option was not picked up. 
I mean, his numbers have – he's improved for whatever well, the heck that means. that's what I'm means. saying, though. It's way easier to cut ties with him if you're under six wins. Exactly. Cut ties and – If he and, goes out and wins eight games, that's a nightmare because then you're thinking, is he figuring it out? Do to, we yeah. – Do we? It hurts your draft pick, but then you're also waffling on him. If he's just Limbo. not good anymore, that's good because there's going to be a guy coming out of the draft that's better. Like, if you can get the number one pick, you can draft a quarterback that's better than him. Oh, yeah. Well, you don't draft quarterbacks out of Duke. But it's all right. They're just not in nearly as bad a limbo as other teams, though. Like, the Vikings are in such a weird limbo because, like, Kirk Cousins is way better than Daniel Jones. And I don't say that oh, Kirk hands Cousins, down. I don't say Kirk Cousins is better than anybody. You never say anything nice about Kirk Cousins. But that's what I'm saying, though, is, like, that's an even worse situation because going eight wins with the Vikings and then you're stuck with Cousins, then get a, co- a rookie guy that's better than him, too. It's it's a little bit tougher, even though Cousins isn't that good, right? Mm-hmm. But the Jets would be well-fitted uh, to be worse than that six wins. We're a little low on them. Actually, Vegas has the Giants over-under win total at eight and a half. <laughs> Hammer the under. Oh, man. People got to stop. I don't know. When you leave your house, open up oh, the garage me. I'm door. I'm looking in the wrong column. I'm sorry. That's the New Orleans Saints are at eight and a oh, half. Oh, okay. The yes. Giants are at seven and a half, though, which is, you said six or seven. So you're, hey, you're right there. I, me and Joey back at Donuts down in uh, Vegas know what's going on. We're good. Him and Vinny Count of Valvoline. Let's go. Let's stick right here in the Big Apple. Rajim Seabrook here on Nuanas Now, uh, all things NFL. What, what do you think the over under win total should be for the New York Jets? Who cares? Next. <laughs> I would have I would have put it at at six. I you know here's the thing I think the page the AFC East is such a tough one to gauge because every team in that division has gotten better, including the Jets. Right. Besides the Patriots, but, they're better from last year. They're better. Yeah. They just haven't they haven't reached the point where they were at for twenty years. I don't think they went over six games. I don't think they went over five. Actually, I mean you nailed it. Five and a half is exactly what it is. <laughs> I am steamrolling. Give me the free pizza. Don't worry about those texts, Andrew. <laughs> uh, okay, speaking of New England, how about the New England Patriots? I, I So I have – you can see I'm not cheating here. I I, I, I so trust you. What are you doing? But I, well, I'm just saying, though, this is where I got stuck at, so we're just going to stay right here. So okay. uh, where uh, what, what do you think of the New England Patriots? How many did they win last year? I think they won seven. Seven, right? They win – they go. They win eight and a half, maybe nine. I'm putting their over under at nine, and no, I'm gonna, oh, I and, love I, you. and I'm going to take the over. Well, let's see. Roll I, it up. I think the Patriots are a ten win playoff team. I don't disagree with you. Uh, let's. Oh, we're going past those. Okay, we didn't see any of those. Look at us, dude. Eight and a half, beauty. We're lovely. I, I, I'm taking. If it's eight and a half, I, I like that even better. If it was nine and a half, I would take it. Actually, that's going to be I'm one. Fine. Of, that's going to be one of my preseason bets. Is Patriots over? Uh, I might give you some money and you make some bets. For sure. Lay it down. Let's go. Uh, we already blew it by looking at the Saints. They're eight and a half. That's. I, I, I think a, that's exactly where I would have had him. I think I would have had him at. I'm at fine nine. with that. Have you seen Jameis Winston? He looks good. He does look like good. body wise. Like Jabu must have laid off the crab legs from years ago <laughs> because he's looking pretty. He's looking good. Uh, okay, who who else should we go to next? Let's let's uh, let's do the Minnesota Vikings. What, what do you think? You of the, and Izzo? What Let's do you, go. What do you think of the Vikings? What's the Vikings over under? I, I would say, just from an objective perspective, what was I their record the, last year? They are eight nine. Eight last nine year. last year. I think they're the same. I think they're. I think they're eight, over under is eight and a half. I'm between eight and a half and nine and a half. There's my push. Eight, what, and, a, eight and a half. There it is. We're right there. Let's go. I'm taking the under. I'm not gonna lie. I am. No, be, hold on. Chicago's horrible. Detroit's horrible. Yeah, the Vikings aren't very good, man. 
Green Bay's not going to be that. Green Bay's going to be. Yeah, I know, but they only play six division games. Two, two, four, six. Yeah, six. They got to play 11 other games. games. Yeah. They're just not that good. All right, fair enough. I mean, enough. Let's, let's say they go four and two in their division. Let's okay. Say, let's say they split with the Packers. You're probably going to. I mean, it's tough to they win. They better beat Detroit. They'll sweep Detroit. Yep. But then let's say you just split with the home and away for the Packers and the Bears, just to be safe, whatever. Yeah. That's four and two. But they're they're just a five hundred team other than that. So that's why that's it's eight and a half, man. Like if okay. they go five and four all in the right. other games, all right. We're good. We're you know? good. Uh stop yelling at me. <laughs> How about Green Bay? Let's what do you think the over under for Green Bay should be? I don't care. Did you see what Aaron Rodgers looked like? The other day at the press conference? He looked like the dude from Con Air. He's so annoying. He's so annoying. <sighs> It looked like a llama licked his head and slicked him down. It was Man, horrible. He's just so self-important. It's just so... Enough about me. What do you think about me? That's exactly yeah. right. You're all hybrid about it. What do you, what's their over-under, though? I, I'm saying... Ten games. I'll put their over-under at ten, ten and a half. Ten. That's, it's Ann Rogers at the end of the day. Yeah, for sure. Okay, it's so ten. let's see where... Oh, 11 and a half. I'm taking the under. I'm taking the under. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm sticking to ten. Detroit Lions, we're not even going to guess cares? on. They're six and a half. That's actually higher than I would have thought. What? Yeah, for sure. Um, how Did about, Barry Sanders come out of retirement or something? Speaking of the guy we were just talking about, the Arizona Cardinals. Kyler. They won 11 games a year ago. I'm putting their over-under at 9.5 this year, though. I'm not because the NFC West is significantly weaker this year. I think. Well, because the Seahawks, Seahawks are worse. Are worse. Um, There's a little bit of drama going on in San Francisco. A lot of drama in San Francisco. What's up with Jimmy G? Where, where is he going to go? Is yeah, Trey Lance I, the guy? I heard Debo, Trey Lance is struggling. Debo Samuel declared, wanted to get, get a trade. If yeah. I don't think he would have wanted to get traded if he thought Trey Lance was good. Yeah. Yeah, I heard Trey Lance all right, has... All right. So we're going to go to the Niners next. But So where do you where are you at the Cardinals? I'm putting it at nine and a half. You think it's more, though? Ten. Ten and a half. Eight and a half. Ooh. So we both like the over of the eight and a half. That's I, actually a good that, one too. I like the I like the over for Arizona. Okay, okay. Uh, speaking of the San Francisco uh, 49ers. Trey Lance is shaky. Where where are we at with the Niners? What do you think their over under is? Eight and a half. Ten and a half. No way. But th- th- they're nice on defense, though, man. When they're healthy on defense, they're nice. They yeah, have multiple, you, like, really pro yeah. D linemen, man. No, no, they're legit I mean, up Nick front. Nick Bosa, when he's not hurt, could be the best player in the league or one of the one best, of players, the best in the players in the league. Yeah. My problem is, is if your offense is inept and your defense is on the field that much, then your defense becomes bad, too. Yeah. The thing about San Francisco, though, is they only have to be okay at quarterback because they have a good offensive line and they know how to they they have more Their ways lines nice. they have no more ways they can run the ball than any football team in the in the in the league i mean Kyle Shanahan he comes from his dad's tree man like when we think about all the stuff they run i mean for, they run it all first of all you, you forget that how valuable having i mean they have the best fullback in the nfl Kyle Juszczyk. oh hands down and one they of have the best tight ends. One of the best tight ends in George Kittle. And yep. then they have a, a receiver who can line up in the backfield in Debo Samuel. Debo. And then, I mean, you know, we only know names like Rasheem Mostert and Matt Breida because they played in San Francisco where totally. they got carries. They so, got some shine. Uh, they're going to be able to run the ball. I actually, 10 and a half is actually about right where it's at. Ooh, I, don't know. If, if, I, I would take the under because I think they're a 10-win team. But I, I that's actually a bet I think I'd stay away from. Yeah. Okay. The two teams I'm interested in. Yeah. Kansas City. Okay. Miami Dolphins. I'm putting Kansas City's over under at eleven and a half. I will And I'm and I'm gonna say the Dolphins, I'm putting it at eight and a half. I'm gonna go ten for Kansas City. Ten and a half for Kansas City. And I'm gonna okay. go nine for Miami. Okay. We will go uh with the Dolphins first. 
The Miami Dolphins. I said eight and a half. You said nine. nine. Yeah, that's exactly right. Okay. I think we're right there. What did Vegas a, say? A, a couple chips. They, they're eight, eight and a half. Oh, yeah. we're right there. We're, yeah. we're in the ballpark. A couple, you know, chips fall their way and they're they're over. Yeah. I actually kind of like the Dolphins this year as they're six, know, a, like a sneaky offensively. playoff team. Yes, sir. All right, where are we at with Kansas City? I said 11 and a half. You said 10. Ten. 10 and a half is exactly right. So we're, we're right there with the, the Chiefs as well. How about uh, How about the rest of that division? Dude, that's the best. The best quarterbacks in the league are all in the AFC West. Let's go with Las Vegas. Where are we at with Vegas? I'm th- I'm thinking eight and a half is the over under for the Raiders. Oh, look at that! It's exactly. I was going to say nine. Yep. How about the Chargers? Ten. So the Chargers and the Chiefs have the exact same over under for win totals. That's a sneaky good bet on the board too. Chargers over ten and a half at plus one hundred five. That's pretty good because they're, they're definitely going to be good. Uh, in the mix for that. They're for good. Sure. They are in the big. Uh, they are good. I mean, and if their quarterback, I mean, people have loved the flashes that we've seen from Justin Herbert. But man, if he can fully put it all together, uh, he's so sick. His ceiling is the the best. Limitless. I mean, it's the best in the league, right? I mean, if he if he truly takes another step from last year and then can continue to hone in like on the details of the game and stuff. I mean, we saw Josh Allen do it last year. I mean, when Josh Allen put it all in, he's in, my favorite new quarterback. I mean, when he all when he streamlined it. I mean, Herbert's much like that though. They kind of have the same competitiveness, big arms, big can run athletic. a little bit, athletic. Mm. Yeah, they just got to keep it steady though. That's what Mahomes is going through right now. Is you know he had the the upstart, fresh face, lightning in a bottle, and now he's facing you know shell dropping eight defenses, and everybody's hitting him late and all that stuff. And he's still really good. He's still good, but he doesn't have that. Like he doesn't have the magic. He needs to get the magic back, and th- that's what those dudes have right now. Allen's got it. Herbert could get there. How, when you get it, though, how do you gotta keep, maintain how, it? How, how do you keep it? Gotta maintain it, brother. Nuan is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. More NFL talk. Yes, sir. Over under win totals. This is so fun. <laughs> keep it right here. It's Nuan's now ESPN Radio. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm. When it comes to criminal defense, what's an example of why someone could or should call Schulte Law? Criminal defense happens on somebody's worst day, you know, and it doesn't mean that someone's a bad person. We all make mistakes. We all make choices that maybe aren't the best choice. And that can lead to dramatic consequences in somebody's life. So we're really focusing on personal injury and criminal defense. We do a lot of different areas of the law, though. We have a strong background in real estate. Um, We handle family law for clients, ton of mediations. The ultimate reality is, is that people have bad days. And that's when you need our help. That's when you need to call Schulte Law Firm because we know the players, we know the game. We can put people in the best position to achieve the outcome they want. If you've had a bad day, visit jschultelaw.com. One, two, three. One is now on ESPN Radio. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Oh, Rich, you told me a great joke right before we uh, we went on. Hope everybody's having a great Friday. <laughs> I, uh, I'm having a great time. I've just, I've just been having a great summer. It's been busy and hectic, but I just love being here with all of you guys, and uh, love having Rajim sitting shotgun once What's again. Up? And uh, 
you know, I've I've done a great job, I think, from enjoying the summer and also looking forward to the football and not wishing the time away and making the most of it. And now being genuinely excited for football to be back as well. So it's been cool. I mean, what's it been like being back with the kids? I I mean, you love coaching. It's like it gives you like... If I could coach football year-round, I would be the happiest man on the planet. But you just love it. I just love it. I just love looking at all these faces that go from young boys and women to to, 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 to young girls and boys to, to young adults and the transformation that comes within mind, body, and soul and just the kids wanting to play for something and it's not about money and it's just... I don't know, man. Sports are just great, and I love the kids. Like, how could you not? How could you not? How could you not? And I don't care if it's tennis or football or pickleball or underwater basket weaving. Like, activities and kids and community, that's where it's at, man. For sure. And, uh, you know, it's so funny because... I, I know that I sound like a crazy person sometimes, but you we, always sound crazy. You know, now you've been rated, but we are so inundated by so much of the negativity. Totally. Of, I mean, the media try. I shouldn't say the media. It's such a broad, sweeping, silly statement. But there's portions of media that emphasize sensationalism and negativity. And I, I also think, though, there's <laughs> this, there's like this omnipresent trend that we are like somehow. It's like a cliche to think that the world's going to hell in a handbasket because the young people have no ability to navigate it. One of the favorite parts about this job is getting to talk to so many young people. I leave thinking that the world is good in great hands. I mean, you're around young people all the time, but when we have all these high school kids, I'm like, man, every single one of these kids is sharp. Like, they are all going to be great. Like, society is not going to hell in a handbasket. These kids are, like, polite and well-spoken and thoughtful and, you know, Savvy is the savvy, word. Like, that's self-aware. Like, yeah. I don't know, man. I, I think that there's a lot of positivity out there. I think that's what a lot of us love about sports, too, though, is uh, the, the experience to be around young people all the time. Yeah, I think that you have a different perspective on the youth when you are around them. Those who gripe about them, it's, it's usually due to having polarity because you're not around them. For sure. As my boss would say, build some authentic relationships right. with the youth. Like, learn how... It's the, That's the same with everything, though. I mean, yeah. you, you, learn, you work in equity and equality. All the right? time. Yeah. I, I think that that's where the word prejudice comes from, right? Prejudging, prejudicial right? thoughts. Pre-judging. I, I think that we would all come to a consensus belief that it's pretty, it's pretty hard to dislike or hate someone that you know. Like if you get to know anybody, you're going to find some value in them as a human, right? Yeah. Usually, things you hate are things you know nothing about. That's what I'm saying. So, like, like really think about that, folks. I don't care what the what your right. ism is. Things you usually hate. You know nothing about them. Exactly. So or if you hate them, it's because someone did you dirty. That's, that's what, another story that's for why, another day. That's why your advice is so good, though, is have an authentic relationship. Maybe, yeah. And I think about this in my life all the time. I always strive to have authentic relationships with people of all sorts of walks of life and ages. I think it's important from an age perspective, too, though, to have true, independent non-related friends yes. of all ages, right? Yeah, like, broaden your spectrum. You are one of my great friends, and Love we, are, we are 12 years apart, right? Whereas Andrew's one of my great friends. He's several years younger than me, and he's a generation apart from you, right? But that's good to he have friends He calls me uncle. Like We're good. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I love being friends with Coach Marty. You know what I mean? He's, oh, yeah, he's, good dude. He's, you know, he's older, a lot older than I am. He's of my parents' age. But it's good. It's good to be friends with uh, people. Good advice, man. Let's go, baby. Authentic relationships. Authentic relationships. Okay, so I got one for you. Let's talk about the bottom of the barrel in the NFL. I thought we did. You started with the Giants. <laughs> The Giants and the Jets are not projected by Vegas to have the lowest win totals in the NFL. There's a couple teams that are. 
Detroit. Detroit, though, is not down nope. there either. I mean, Detroit's uh, five and a half, which is the same as the Jets, and only one less than the Giants. Do-do. The Atlanta Falcons projected to be way down there. Dude, they're bad. Where are we at the Falcons? Bad. What if part of the reason that people think they're going to be bad, though, is because of their defensive draft picks? And what if Troy Anderson's not bad? What if Troy well, Anderson should? I'm not worried about Troy. I'm worried about their quarterback spot. Right. I mean, they're going to roll with who? Marcus Mariota? I mean, that's... That doesn't seem very good. <laughs> Who? Right? I mean... He, Who? So, what do you think the over-under total for that? I'm, I'm giving you a hint that it's not that they're not good, but what do you think of the over-under uh, win total should be for... for four? Four and a half is exactly what four? it is. Four? Yeah. I'm trying to scroll to get a little Falcons roster, because beyond Mariota, and it's funny because... Obviously, everybody in Montana has had a keen eye on Atlanta from a perspective of one guy, Troy Anderson. Troy Anderson. Uh, but I want to know. I, hold on. The last me, time anyone in Montana cared about the Falcons, the last names there were Schillinger. And Beerman. And Beerman. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Marcus Mariota slated to be the uh, the starting quarterback, mm-hmm. but Desmond Ritter was a, a first-round draft pick there. Uh, was he first round? He, he was a, a top draft top pick. Top draft third, pick. Third, dra- third round draft pick, but out of, out of Cincinnati. Don't know if he's your quarterback of the future or not. Oh, no, thank you. They got Cordero Patterson he's listed as their top running back. Not not receiver, not, not receiver. kick returner, I running know. back. I know. I think you have problems with running back if that's the case. I mean, Tell me about it. Cordero we, Patterson is... Good returner. Yeah, he's been in the league for almost a decade. I mean, he was former Minnesota Viking, but he's in his 30s. Their receivers, Drake London, who's actually gotten a lot of good reviews in, in camp. Truth. And Brian Edwards, and that's not very good. Kyle Pitts, though, a, a tight end with a lot of potential. Just looking at their offensive line. Actually, their offensive line could be okay. Uh, Jake Matthews is a good left tackle. Caleb McGarry, a good right tackle. So, I, actually, maybe they're okay up front. Uh, Grady Jarrett, good defensive lineman. Uh, Deion Jones, a good linebacker. Troy Anderson's in the mix behind Rashawn Evans. Yeah, I don't know. It's not, nope. They're not very yeah, good. Not very they're good. not very good. I, there's not no, very good. There's no real way to splice it. If you if you have a quarterback that's on the bottom half of the league in uh, everything potential, like Mariota, I think he's actually probably bottom bottom third starter. And you don't have you know Khalil Mack or Aaron Donald or you know Nick Bosa or somebody like that on your defense, then you're going to be bad. That's this kind yeah, of gonna the be formula bad. Uh, in the NFL. Yes, NFL sir. over under win totals here. On Nuanas now on your Friday. Uh, here's a here's a good one. This is an interesting one. This is a very polarizing team because of a very polarizing player. What do you think of the Baltimore Ravens? The Ravens are almost always in the playoffs. The Ravens were in the driver's seat last year. AFC North. The Ravens did nothing down the stretch last year. Lamar Jackson has been one of the most scrutinized quarterbacks in the NFL during this offseason. Oh my gosh. Uh, ten is exactly right. Ten and a half is the uh, the Ravens over on my new nickname. Swami, guru, <laughs> I don't know. The question is, though, so you got the, te- the 10 and a half there, though. Are you taking the over or under? I mean, 11 wins is going to be in the mix for a division championship, and less than 10 Truth. is going to be fighting for a playoff spot. So where are we at? Are the Ravens a, a bona fide AFC North contender? I'm going to go under. Yeah, I think so, too. I got to go under. I mean, I just I don't know what Lamar Jackson brings to the table next year. And... Uh, Outside of electrifying athletic ability, but mother time, uh, mother nature and father time are catching up with him, and as the film with him as well. And the injuries are starting to mount up. You, yeah. you start taking as many hits and as things as you do, you aren't the same guy. Ask Patrick Mahomes. Let's stick on the AFC North. What do you think of the Steelers? Where should their win total be? They're an interesting team. Too. Buddy, that one's hard. It's no Big Ben. 
for yeah. the first time in what feels like three decades. Right. Um, there's some there's some talent on both sides of the ball there. Pittsburgh's always going to be competitive. Uh, Mike Tomlin is is a is a solid coach. Yep. I'm going to say nine. Wow. I'm saying seven and a half. Okay. What does Vegas say? Seven and a half. Seven and a half. So okay. I, 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 I was a little I'm, generous. I'm a little low. I mean, they don't have a quarterback. They don't they have anyone don't. close to a quarterback. They don't know. I mean, Tyler Pickett was a first-round draft pick or whatever, but he is not like a standard first-round draft pick. And he's got John Kitten hands. He's got little itty-bitty, little itty-bitty, itty-bitty hands. hands. And I'm not trying to knock Pitt, but he went to Pitt. Like, last great quarterback to come out of Pitt, as we all know, is Dan Marino. For sure. He ain't him. He was a good hometown local pick. He was a good quarterback. But I, I, I just don't see it. I just don't see it. Not yet. How about the uh, the Cincinnati Bengals, the Ooh, AFC like champions a year ago? Super Bowl hangover for the Bengals. They only won ten games last year, but they went to the Super Bowl. Love me some Joe Mixon. Joe Burrow is just salty. He's so sick. So I mean, I just I like his swagger. Yeah, I like the new alternative helmet. Something we haven't talked about. Who has yeah. the best alternative helmet coming mm-hmm. out? Mm-hmm. 11. Maybe 11 and a half. Uh, see, I, I would have put it at 10 and a half, so I agree. I think 11 is right there. There it is. What is Nine Vegas and a half. What? So let's take let's, the over. We'll let's take, take the, the over. over. I'll take the over. Uh, for some reason, this list does not have the Browns. I don't know uh, why. <laughs> I mean, maybe boy. the Browns are just not. It's funny. I, this is this is a Yahoo Sports over-under, and every single team in the league is listed on here besides the Cleveland Browns. How funny is that? I wonder if they just forgot to, to put them in there. Uh, you know who else is going to be bad? I actually think, I actually think that the the Giants have a lot of competition for the number one pick. I think the Giants and the Jets both do. I think Detroit's in the mix for being bad. Atlanta's in the mix for being bad. Really bad. I think the Houston Texans have a chance to be really, really bad. Dude, those are those are. I think Detroit. I actually don't think that the New York teams are in in my tier of teams that just have. There's a world in which you can convince me that either of the New York teams were okay this year. There's no world in which you can convince me. And you, it's actually a world you can convince me that Atlanta's kind of competitive this year. There's no world you can convince me that the Detroit Lions or the Houston Texans could be good. Or, no. or Cleveland. Man, or, Cleveland's got a good offensive line, man. And they got the ability to run the ball. Who's going to throw? You know. Who's going to throw? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a good point. They, have, throw? they just have so many name brand players, though. You know what? You, they, could, you could name 10 players on the Browns before you could name one dude on the Texans. Name somebody on the Texans. I can't. Well, who's their coach? Right? I mean, the Texans might be the most irrelevant team in the league. I was going to say, they're like the last pick in the draft. Mr. Irrelevant. I mean, come on. Like, I, I really don't. I, it's crazy because, you know, I mean. We kind of know something about sports, I feel like. I, I got no clue what's going on with the Texans other than just the disaster that has been, the the handling of and just the situation that exists with Deshaun Watson. Davis Mills is their quarterback. Okay, he's okay. Marlon Mack, their running back, he's okay. Brandon Cooks, their top receiver, fine. Their offensive line, below average. I mean, Larry Tunzel's good, but everybody else. <laughs> Remember uh, him on draft day, that's kids? That's what I'm saying. I mean, dude. Dude. I don't know any name on defense. That's crazy, man. There, there is not a, a recognizable name uh, on their defense. That's a bad situation. Okay, I'm going uh, down. You to hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, Tate Davis, I know that's just me. Uh, you know, yep, See, no, that's eh. what I'm saying, man. The Ooh. Texans are real bad. 
E. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. More NFL and maybe some NBA, too. I don't know. We're doing whatever we want here on a Friday. What Hopefully up? you do, too. We'll take you home into your weekend. Keep it right here, ESPN Radio. Television. What up, everybody? Hope you're staying cool. <laughs> Hundred degrees, three days in a row. What do you? What's you got? Any strategies? Everybody has their own little strategies for like how do you? You know, it's funny because we complain about it being cold for nine months a year, and then we complain about it when it's super for thirty two days. We get sun, right? right? We get like hot sun. I'm so, not. You're just hot, but I'm not. You're I'm good. happy because here in about four weeks, we're going to wish for days like yeah. this. Well, it is funny, though. Lately, we've been getting the, the late summers. Like, September has been consistently one of the best months. Like, the, the Grizz football team has three home games in September this year. That's going to be really good. Dude, the first two games at Grizz, it's always so hot. You can always see it, too. People are, like, peeling off from the steel, sweating and stuff. I like the late summer days. The dog days of summer are upon us, ladies and gentlemen. 102 the high each of the next three days. Right now, it is exactly 100 Degrees, a heat advisory in Missoula. For real? I got a wedding tomorrow. 102. I know I have a memorial service after uh, the show tonight. Bummer. Yeah, yeah. I, I did the memorial service yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I had to speak, so I had to wear the suit. And uh, in the church, man, old buddy, sweating, sweating, sweating. But, you know. Do Wait, you, there's do probably other do. reasons why you're sweating in the church. <laughs> I'm a good church boy. I'm just I, actually, I actually need to going to church a little bit more. I was I was raising the church. I, I got a lot of church visits in my, under my belt. There's no debate in that. I was an acolyte back in the day. All right. Uh, All right. Missing again the show today, Rajim Seabrook, riding shotgun hey. from start to finish. A very fun show. Talked all the way around Class AA football. Some of the best storylines from each of these seven cities, air quotes, uh, here in the state, but you know the largest metropolitan gathering areas uh, here uh, in Montana. We also talked some uh, NFL free agency. We also talked some uh, transcendence versus longevity, a legacy conversation. That and was we, fun. And we've been doing some uh, over under NBA win totals. You can find NFL or NFL, excuse me. You can find everything on the Noah's uh, Now podcast. Proudly presented by Sportsbet Montana. The M Store, the Montana State Bookstore, and the Advocates. Uh, we, you want to keep doing NFL? It's all I know, he says. We might as well. Um, over under win totals for NFL squads. What do you think of the, uh, the team that should be? I, I, the, the team I think will open as the preseason NFL, or uh, preseason AFC, I should say, favorite. Is who do you think I'm going to say? Who's going to be the preseason AFC favorite? Preseason AFC favorite? Yeah. You are going to say, I'm assuming, maybe, maybe, assuming, maybe Natty because they got there last year. Maybe that's a that's a tough I'm one. I'm saying the Buffalo Bills were the preseason AFC favorite. Go for it. I'm not going to disagree. I love me some Josh Allen, but them losing some of the coaches they lost for sure. will hurt. 11 and a half wins is what I'm saying for their over-under. How, how, how many wins do you think? The I'm, I'm with you right there. I'm at 11. No no over, no under. I'm 11 at 11. And a half. That's exactly what Vegas has got it at. <laughs> what up? 
Let's just keep going down the list because when I scroll up and down, it, it makes it so that they flash in front of me. So we're just going to keep going down so okay. I can't see anything. Okay. So this is in no particular order. We're going to get to some more later on. We're going to also talk Spin about the wheels, this throw with, a dart. with a bunch of people. But uh, Carolina Panthers just traded for your boy, Baker Mayfield. Who's an idiot on his first <laughs> day of practice, showed up in long sleeves, sweatpants, and a sweatshirt and had the audacity to be like, it's really hot down here. Man. Okay, He's, so- he ain't that bright. Where are we at with the uh, the Carolina Panthers? What do you think their over-under is? Six. I'm saying seven and a half. Six. Six and a half. Six, so, yeah. No. They don't have a quarterback. And Christian McCaffrey, albeit wonder kid, can't stay healthy. That's right. Best ability, availability. Chicago Bears. Who cares? I'm saying seven and a half. Six. Six and a half. Thank you. We did the Bengals. Okay. How about uh, America's team? <laughs> The Dallas Cowboys. We got talking about the Yankees. We got a Giants fan here, Eagles fan here. So these guys are the only guys that actually legitimately don't like the Cowboys less than me here in ten. Missoula. Ten. I think it's ten. It's ten. Ten and a half. I'm saying yeah. yeah. Okay. Ten and a half. That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. How about the Denver Broncos? That's a really dude. That's a tough one because Russ. What was their record last year? I think they probably won eight games last year, seven or eight. I'm going to say nine and a half. I think that's exactly Maybe spot on. Ten and a half. Is, so they think Who's Russell the man Wilson, today? They think Russell Wilson's right there for sure. He's two wins. He's a two, he's automatic two wins. We did the Lions, did the Packers, did the uh, the Texans. Ooh, here's a good one. The Indianapolis Colts. Oh, I'm look. high on the Colts. I'm taking, I think it, I'm putting the win total ten and a half. I think you're high, period, for yeah. saying that. With old lasagna neck Matt Ryan. <laughs> Come on now. Oh, noodle so head. You're, you're saying less than ten and a half. Where are you putting at? Eight and a half? Mm, eight and a half, yeah. Okay. What did Vegas Nine say? Nine and a half. We're, okay. We're, so right in the middle. Right in the middle. A little push. Jacksonville Jaguars. I think they're going to be bad, too. I think they're in the same group as the Lions. Five and, and a half Jackson. to six. I'm saying four and a half. Five. Six and a half. Oh, wow. okay. That's a little higher than we It depends we on who, what they, who they play. For They've sure. got a soft schedule with their record from last year. Chiefs, uh, we did. We did. The Raiders, we did. The yep. Chargers, we did. Yep. Oh, how about the how about crazy? We wait till the last minute of the show. Tampa Bay. No, the defending Super Bowl champion, Los Angeles Rams. Ten. I picked them on July first of last year to win the NFC, and I, I was here. I, I got it right. Me and God is your witness. Uh, you're saying ten? Ten. I, I'm putting it at ten and a half. As what well. is it? Ten and a half. There it is. Uh, we did Miami. Yes, sir. We did Minnesota. There we it did is. New England. We okay. did New Orleans. We did the New York teams. Yeah. We did Philly. We did Pitt. We did San Francisco. We did everyone. We did Seattle. We didn't do Tennessee. Tampa Bay. Man, I'm saying Tampa Bay is high. I'm 11. saying 11 and a half. 11. Yep, 11 and, and a half. And they just got Julio Jones. I know. Sick. Tennessee, the number one seed in the AFC last year. I'm saying they won 12 games last year. They're going to win 10 this year. Nine. Nine and a half. Bingo. They lost A.J. Brown. Sorry. The Washington Manders. The Commanders. That is like the worst name ever. Seven and a half. Eight. Seven and a half. Okay. Boom. There it is. That was fun. You're so f- you're so dope. Love you, man. <laughs> you're so dope. So fun hanging out with you here. Yes, sir. Uh, on Nuanas now. Only about a minute left. What do you got going this weekend? Anything good? Uh, I got a memorial service tonight That's for right, one of my right former here. players over oh, at Loyola. Man. Sorry for your loss. Man. Yeah. And then... Um, Tomorrow, just I haven't. I've been gone this week for work too, and I yep. came back to football. Just kind of straightening up, get the house clean, do some laundry, change the sheets, clean the toilet, do some shopping, and then um, going to a really nice dinner party tomorrow, where everyone will be wearing linen and swanky. <laughs> 
<laughs> but yeah. Oh, good. Well, if you need to borrow some linen pants, I actually have a pair of white pants for you that I think that uh, would fit you. That's actually, I'm wearing white linen tomorrow. Oh, Egyptian linen. I'm going to remember to bring those next time, actually. I keep forgetting. Best them. nation is a donation. <laughs> we'll be back at it on Monday, the Montana Football Hour. It's uh, it, Paul Camp, guess what? It starts on Friday. So we got all sorts of stuff uh, for you. And uh, we'll just keep on having some fun. In the meantime, thanks for being here. Thanks yes, to sir. all our great sponsors. Thanks to Rajim Seabrook. Thank you. For riding shotgun. Pray for me. 102 in the shade. It says tomorrow during my wedding, you know I'm trying to look fly, which means I'm not going to be any sort of cool, but I'll look cool. That's all I really care about. If I make it through, we'll see you at 4 o'clock on Monday. In the meantime, have a wonderful weekend. This has been Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.